Welcome to Midday Prayer for Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Our help is in the name of the Lord, Maker of heaven and earth. Those who trust in the Lord for help will find their strength renewed. They will rise on wings like eagles. They will run and not get weary. They will walk and not grow weak. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. A reading from the book of Esther, the Greek version containing the additional chapters. Esther becomes queen. After these things, the king's anger abated, and he no longer remembered Vashti or remembered what he had said and how he had condemned her. Then the king's servants said, Let beautiful and virtuous young women be sought out for the king. The king shall appoint officers in all the provinces of his kingdom, and they shall select beautiful young virgins to be brought to the harem in the city of Susa. Let them be entrusted to the king's eunuch who is in charge of the women, and let ointments and whatever else they need be given them. And the woman who pleases the king shall be queen instead of Vashti. This pleased the king, and he did so. Now there was a Jew in the city of Susa whose name was Mordecai, son of Jair, son of Shimei, son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin. He had been taken captive from Jerusalem among those whom King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon had captured. And he had a foster child, the daughter of his father's brother, Aminadab, and her name was Esther. When her parents died, he brought her up as a wife for himself. The young woman was beautiful in appearance. So when the decree of the king was proclaimed, and many young women were gathered in the city of Susa in custody of Gai, Esther also was brought to Gai, who had custody of the women. The young woman pleased him and won his favor, and he quickly provided her with ointments and her portion of food, as well as seven young women chosen from the palace. He treated her and her maids with special favor in the harem. Now Esther had not disclosed her people or country, for Mordecai had commanded her not to make it known. And every day Mordecai walked in the courtyard of the harem to see what would happen to Esther. Now the period after which a young woman was to go to the king was twelve months. During this time the days of cosmetic treatment are completed, six months while they are anointing themselves with oil of myrrh, and six months with spices and ointments for women. Then she goes in to the king. She is handed to the person appointed, and goes with him from the harem to the king's palace. In the evening she enters, and in the morning she departs to the second harem, where Gai, the king's eunuch, is in charge of the women, and she does not go in to the king again unless she is summoned by name. When the time was fulfilled for Esther, daughter of Amminadab, the brother of Mordecai's father, to go in to the king, she neglected none of the things that the eunuch in charge of the women had commanded. For Esther found favor in the eyes of all who saw her. So Esther went in to King Artaxerxes in the twelfth month, which is Adar, in the seventh year of his reign. And the king loved Esther passionately, and she found favor beyond all the other virgins, and he put on her the queen's diadem. Then the king gave a drinking party lasting seven days for all his friends and the officers to celebrate his marriage to Esther, and he, did, and he granted a remission of taxes to those who were under his rule. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Let Zion rejoice. 
Awake, awake, put on your strength, O Zion. Put on your beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city, for the uncircumcised and the unclean shall enter you no more. Shake yourself from the dust. Rise up, O captive Jerusalem. Loose the bonds from your neck, O captive daughter Zion. For thus says the Lord, You were sold for nothing, and you shall be redeemed without money. For thus says the Lord God, Long ago my people went down into Egypt to reside there as aliens. The Assyrian too has oppressed them without cause. Now therefore, what am I doing here, says the Lord, seeing that my people are taken away without cause? Their rulers howl, says the Lord, and continually all day long my name is despised. Therefore my people shall know my name. On that day they shall know that it is I who speak. It is I. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of the messenger who announces peace, who brings good news, who announces salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Listen, your sentinels lift up their voices. Together they shout for joy, for in plain sight they see the return of the Lord to Zion. Break forth, shout together for joy, you ruins of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Depart, depart, go out from there, touch no unclean thing, go out from the midst of it, purify yourselves, you who carry the vessels of the Lord. For you shall not go out in haste, and you shall not go in flight, for the Lord will go before you, and the God of Israel will be your rear guard. Holy Wisdom, Holy Word, thanks be to God. The Heidelberg Catechism, Question 37. What do you understand by the word suffered? That during his whole life on earth, but especially at the end, Christ sustained in body and soul the wrath of God against the sin of the whole human race. This he did in order that, by his suffering as the only atoning sacrifice, he might deliver us, body and soul, from eternal condemnation, and gain for us God's grace, righteousness, and eternal life. Question 38. Why did he suffer under Pontius Pilate as judge? So that he, though innocent, might be condemned by an earthly judge, and so free us from the severe judgment of God that was to fall on us. Question 39. Is it significant that he was crucified instead of dying some other way? Yes, by this I am convinced that he shouldered the curse which lay on me, since death by crucifixion was cursed by God. A Prayer of John Calvin, 1509-1564 Save us, Lord, from being self-centered in our prayers, and teach us to remember to pray for others. May we be so caught up in love for those for whom we pray, that we may feel their needs as keenly as our own, and pray for them with imagination, sensitivity, and knowledge. We ask this in Christ's name. Amen. 
a prayer in preparation for worship from the Presbyterian Service for the Lord's Day and Lectionary for the Christian Year, 1964. Startle us, O God, with your truth, and open our minds to your Spirit, that we may be one with Christ our Lord and serve as faithful disciples, through Jesus Christ. Amen. By your Holy Spirit, O God, give us hearts to love you, minds to know you, souls to bless you, and strength to serve you. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. The God of peace be with us. Amen. Bless the Lord. The Lord's name be praised.